Hi, welcome to another episode of the Financial Network podcast. My name is Sohil Ahmed. I'm the founder of the Financial Network, where we connect companies um, and entrepreneurs with the financial expertise and capital to create extraordinary value in their businesses. And on a regular basis, I, I share insights and uh, provide perspective on uh, the financial world around us, including the economy, investing, and corporate finance. So today, I'd like to actually talk about the uh, U.S. job report that came out uh, last month, sorry, yesterday, and compared to the report that came out the previous month in April. And the report was a shocking um, to the economists as it was to investors. And now I've got a background in an undergraduate degree in economics, and I'm always keen to look at these economic indicators. And many investors, um, and particularly professional and institutional investors, rely on this data to make investment decisions. So yesterday, when the May uh, report uh, for the jobless report came out and it showed that the U.S. economy actually created 2.5 million jobs, most of the economists would have fell out of their seat. I almost did. I had to look at the number two or three times just to make sure I was reading it correct. And then obviously the stock market just rocketed and, and shot up and that and then I knew the number was correct because most economists, including myself, were expecting additional job losses. And some of the economists were expecting, you know, job losses of more than 8 million. So an increase of 2.5 million versus a loss of 8 million, that's a significant discrepancy. Okay. And, and, and it effectively brought the U.S. unemployment rate down to 13.3% in May. Uh, from fourteen point seven percent back in April. Okay, so so it's quite interesting. So I looked deeper into this report, and I'm, and again, this is great news, and it's great to hear that the U.S. economy is recovering and people are getting back to work. God bless. You know, we want people to be working. We want the economy to recover. Um, but I am not completely sold, and I think the. The reaction in the stock market was premature uh, because these numbers don't accurately reflect the state of the U.S. economy. And let me tell you why. So based on the numbers, the jobless report, uh, it showed that, uh, you know, we had uh, new jobs created. Okay. And and many of those were actually uh, created in the leisure and the hospitality industry. You know, rightfully so, as restaurants and bars and uh, hotels started to open up. Again, um, you know, a, um, human resource intensive business. So a lot of people uh, came back and, and, and that was not anticipated that we would actually have more people returning uh, than would continue to be um, uh, laid off or made redundant. And, um, but what was interesting is that, uh, which wasn't necessarily showed and, and highlighted is that a lot of this recovery and the numbers have been distorted uh, by the Paycheck Protection Program that has been in force in the U.S. And that basically um, means that that helped uh, kind of uh, decrease the temporary layoffs, 
right, which were brutal. And uh, so just to give you an understanding, the uh, workers on temporary layoff decreased by 2.7 million in May, okay, to 15.3 million, okay, and and that's still from a you know huge number that we had in April of sixteen point two million people temporarily laid off, okay, um, so this basically suggested that this uh, paycheck protection program called PPP uh, was helping support this, okay. Now the the question is, how long can the PPP program continue, and what happens when that program comes to an end? Will these businesses be still be able to support this temporary layoff or will this layoff and become you know permanent and, and redundancies will occur uh, furthermore okay and we have a similar situation here in the UK where you know the government has a furlough scheme and the government is, is paying 80% of the wages till the end of uh, July I believe but what happens and so a lot of employee employers can support and, and are trying to support their employees by covering uh, 20% or don't need to cover. So they're keeping these employees on payroll because they're technically haven't been laid off or made redundant because you know the government is paying 80% of their wages, but that comes to an end in July. And starting in August, you know the government is requiring employers to pay a much higher percentage. Um, and, and when that starts happening, you know, how many of these employers are going to be able to continue to have the same number of, of people on staff if business doesn't recover quickly, okay? So I think this is a key element that, uh, you know, investors may have been overlooking and they're just looking at the surface, uh, you know, the, the, the top line numbers, okay? And another key aspect of why these numbers are, are not as good and is that, you know, the way that these numbers are calculated isn't... Um, being done as effectively and isn't as accurate as it was, you know, let's say last year in May. And I'll tell you why. Because the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Census Bureau um, collectively do these surveys. And they, they do this survey, um, they conduct surveys of businesses and households to get this data. Okay, so, so you have the, the bureaus, you know, literally calling people and, and asking them, you know, how's your business and and calling households and asking them, do you still have a job? Uh, now, that survey, the response rate to those surveys is down by nearly 15 percentage points. Okay, so less people, are, they're actually talking to less people uh, because call centers are closed and interviewers, uh, you know, people running these surveys are working remotely, okay, and their response rates are lower. Okay, so that's uh, that's one thing. And um, the other thing is that um, these numbers, because, uh, and, and this is actually a quote I came across from MIT uh, Sloan School of Management by Professor uh, Tom Koken. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. So uh, Professor Koken has said that, you know, this 13.3% official jobless rate number doesn't include another 6% of people that have given up looking for work. Okay, so the way that the government calculates unemployment number is by asking people, uh, A, if you're employed, and B, if you're looking for employment. So A, if you're not employed, then you're you know unemployed. But if you say that you're not looking for work, then you're technically not unemployed. 
Okay, so uh, you know the, the professor has outlined that six percentage, uh, just due to the the market circumstances, six percent of the people uh, being surveyed aren't even looking for work, and there's another three percent that are classified as employed but are really out of work. They're not actually working. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that the the actual number, if you take thirteen point three percent official jobless rate add another six percent okay you've got 19.3 then another three percent who are classified as employed according to professor bar aren't really working you know so the jobless rate is actually over 20 percent the actual jobless rate in the u.s is over 20 percent okay um now obviously the jobless report had a huge effect on the econ uh, the stock market it has a huge effect on the perception of how well the government is doing, right? And it was no surprise that President Trump came out and did a press conference. And I quote, we've been talking about a V. A V is wonderful. This is better than a V. This is a rocket ship, said President Trump in his press conference. Now, the V, he is talking about uh, a V-shaped recovery in the economy. And this has been the whole debate over the past several months uh, with, in the economic community about are we going to get a V-shaped recovery, which means that the economy literally you know, drops and recovers like a V-shape to back where it was, or are we going to get a U-shaped recovery uh, or an L? And uh, a U basically takes longer to recover, but recovers an L has uh, even worse ramifications where it is a potential depression and a much prolonged recession. So uh, President Trump was really, um, you know, kind of uh, beating his chest uh, over these numbers. And it, you know, obviously will help his political image as the economy recovers or as he tries to project the economy is recovering. And, and President Trump, by the way, is the one who has been pushing governors across the United States to lift uh, COVID lockdown restrictions, right? Which obviously, uh, you know, as restaurants, as retail opens up, people go back to work, are rehired. It helps improve these numbers, okay? But, you know, if you look at the overall pictures, in March and April, employers cut 22 million jobs. So in these two months, People lost 22 uh, million people became unemployed. So in May, even if 2.1 million people did get back to work, it's still a really small uh, bounce back. You know, it's, a, it's not uh, a significant number. And the, although it's a, it's a good number, Right. It shows perhaps we have a turn of events. Perhaps the economic uh, downturn is over. But the unemployment rate, you know, is still, as I mentioned earlier, close. Uh, the actual unemployment rate is still, uh, you know, close to 20%, if not higher than that. So those are still depression-like levels. And um, I guess the key element now is going to be to see what the June report looks like and, and the July report for us to see if this is going to be sustained. And of course, it all depends on, you know, the infection rates and if we don't get another spread um, of the coronavirus as people and social distancing is pretty much non-existent 
um, as the weather opens up and people become more confident and uh, uh, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out but I don't think you know the worst is over I, I don't think the you know we're off to the races and the stock market is going to be you know continuing to move higher and higher and higher um, in my next podcast what I'll do is I'll talk about my thoughts and the data surrounding the the stock market and the earnings estimates and and, and what I'm uh, doing personally and and what I think is going to happen in the stock market and how this is um, not a time to be greedy. The time to be greedy was back in March. Now is the time to be fearful uh, because the market has made a V recovery. The V is done. Where do we go from here? With that, I, I leave you to ponder upon that and uh, and be safe. Stay well. God bless.